note of all time. This is the heaviest <laughs> note of all time. Is it freezing in here? We close the door. All right, what if I fine? I'll, I'll, I'll end on a, I'll end on a good happy joke. All right, this one's about Judaism. All right. <laughs> I love Jewish culture. All right, I love Jewish culture. Right? My roommate, he's from Tel Aviv, telling me all about just you know Tel Aviv and I thought it was amazing. It's an unbelievable place. You know, like the people, the culture, the weather is amazing. Things and I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. You know, fortunately enough, I was able to take a vacation there last summer and I remember just going through a walk in the park and thinking, place Israel. Israel, like Israel. Thank you very much. Very funny, very talented. Aaron Atkins, thank you. <laughs> Aaron Atkins, yay! He was talking about drugs there for a second. I have a pro tip to help everybody out. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers. You're welcome. <laughs> cool, not... Not the big, not the big drug. It's okay. I don't do it anymore. It's great in San Francisco. Uh, we're going into allergy season. Tell who has allergies and who's not. All right, your next comedians, all the way from Santa Rosa. Put your hands together for Franco Tavini. <laughs> yeah, keep it going for Pam, guys. Keep it going for. <coughs> How are we doing, Mutiny Radio? How are we doing tonight? Awesome. Very cool. You guys having a good 2020? Yeah? Having a pretty good 2020. It's been a kind of a weird year for me. I had a pretty good, like, holiday season, you know, right before Christmas. And I had kind of decided that this year was going to be a perfect year for me to engage in invention. That's not the gift that keeps on giving. So, um... I uh, I was kind of bombarded with it. They came out. Apparently, they're saying that I have problems communicating. You know, that's their opinion. You know, that's that's like you know, I'm gonna validate how they feel. You know, I just don't. I don't agree with them. You know, like I don't. I don't think I rage like that. I just sweat the small Anybody else? Show of hands. Anybody else here ever get angry for seemingly no reason? Show of hands. See, there we go. Yeah. A couple hands in the audience. Saying is like, thank God some of you guys raised your hands. You know what I mean? Because like, if not, I fucking lose that. <laughs> you know? It's gonna go ape shit. <laughs> like, I mean, angry for no reason. Like, have you guys ever been enraged at an inanimate object for just? Obeying the laws of physics. You guys ever been that upset? <laughs> yeah. You ever put a water bottle on top of your own car sideways? It rolls off. You pick it up, throw it into a tree, and call it a cocksucker at the top of your lungs. You guys know what I'm talking about. Ever do that in a preschool parking lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what you think you're better than me or something? What's going on, man? Here, any? Fuck. I um. No, you know. So here's the thing. Like, I I I do get upset, but my thing is, it's not. It's not completely. I always get really upset uh, when I'm Has anybody else ever experienced that? Anybody else ever feel empathy for other human beings? No? Just me? Okay, cool. Awesome, guys. <laughs> We're on a level there. Yeah, no, I am. Um, like, I, like, I told my buddy this. I said, like, I get really upset. And he was like, okay, but, like, did you ever think that maybe you're getting pulled 
skipped over for something that they actually did. I thought about it for a second. Honestly, guys, I don't give a shit. You know, like, I think I just like rooting for the underdog, you know? Like, they could be flying down the highway in a Mazda going 105 with bodies cascading out the trunk, and I would still stick my head out the window and be like, leave them alone, you fucking pigs! <laughs> it's too, it's, it's excessive is what I'm saying. It's like too much. Like, like police overall, like police versus police, but even just have you guys seen like modern taxpayer dollar cars? You know what I'm talking about? There's like big beefy Dodge Challengers with like the 36 red and blue lights. Looks like you're being pulled over by a summer music festival. Do you guys <laughs> know what I'm saying? You guys know what I'm fucking with? <laughs> like, you know it's gonna be a long night when you look in the rearview mirror. You're like, shit, it's Coachella. Fuck, I can't, I can't go back. <laughs> I can't go back. Like modern cop cars, not only you know they have all the lights, but they can they can talk. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like you guys are, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean like one of those fun Disney Pixar ways. I mean like um, modern cop cars have those bullhorn speakers on the front. I mean an emergency system will get on and use it. It's basically like PA from and I didn't know that they could do this about three months ago. Saw a guy get pulled over on the 101, driving in a fast lane. He was speeding. He got hit with the gas. He just drifted over <laughs> and he stopped directly on the center divide. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know anything about California traffic laws, but that is highly illegal. <laughs> and all of us within a three mile radius found that out immediately because that cop just got on that horn and just went, No, 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 no. What the fuck are you doing? You cannot stop there. That's the center of the highway. You dipshit. You're going to kill both of us. You got to get over and then stop. You go to the right and then stop. Nobody's, and not there. That's the middle lane, you dumbass. That's the actual center of the highway. That is so reckless. You got to get, oh, got to get over further and then you, that's no, not there either. That's the slow lane. I know it looks like they're stopping there. They're just going incredibly goddamn slow. You got to get off the entire highway. So I can, and, oh, and you're going to park there. Really? You're going to park there. It's like a row of hedges behind you. Why do we, where am I supposed to park? It's like the fucking secret garden behind you you know what dude you you were stressing me out if you would just you take the next exit you meet me in the denny's parking lot and i will buy you a rudy tootie fresh and fruity all right I just so stressful you know i think thank you <laughs> i think that uh it was also much more stressful for me because i think i have ptsd uh because i have priors I don't know if maybe I'm the, <laughs> the only one. Um, show of hands, I need some honesty from you guys, Mutiny Radio. Has anybody here ever gotten arrested for a DUI? Show of hands. There we go. Can I get some applause for the brave souls that raised their hands? Told all you perfect strangers they got a DUI. I mean, I never have because I'm not a fuck-up, you know? But, like, I appreciate, like, <laughs> the honesty. It's, like, great, you know? It's, like, camaraderie or something. No, 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 that's not entirely true. <laughs> just mean I have been I have been arrested for drinking and driving um uh, but the thing is uh, I didn't get a DUI you're like well how is that possible well I didn't get a DUI um I got <laughs> what is known as a wet and reckless do you guys know yeah maybe some of you have gotten one do uh, do you guys know what a wet and reckless is so basically uh in summation it's like a DUI junior it's like a training wheels felony <laughs> It's like uh, the sexiest of all driving infractions. It's not, and it sounds, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's technically a misdemeanor, uh, but it doesn't even sound like a crime that anybody should be capable of committing. You know what I mean? 
Like, literally, it's, it, like, if you tell someone you got a uh, wet and reckless, they just assume that you won a prize on a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, it has zero street cred. I can't fucking go hard and tell somebody I got locked up for something that literally sounds like a random line out of a low-budget 1970s Swiss porn. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's like, okay, babe, lie down on the bed. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Uh, how do you want it? Oh, what on reckless? <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very messy thing is what I'm trying to say. It's a sticky situation. Guys, thank you very much. Mutiny Radio. <laughs> Keep it going for your beautiful host, Pam Benjamin, everyone. Keep it going for Franco Davini. This baby felony. Come on, be a real criminal like the rest of us. Canada will kick you out forever. We can never go from L.A. Try to get this one. Oh, clap your hands together for Ben Mel! What's up, San Francisco? How you guys doing? Good? Great. I just got engaged. Yes. Give it up for monogamy. Yeah, I just got engaged to a beautiful black woman. One guy. Woo! thought San Francisco was progressive, you racist. Let's go. Pick it up. Give me some energy. Yeah, I got engaged to a beautiful black woman, but I'm terrified. Because she wants kids, and if we have an ugly child, her family will know exactly who's responsible. Like, if we have a Blake Griffin instead of an Idris Elba, grandma's going to be pissed. I don't want to do that. I don't want to give my kids red hair. Black women have been through enough. It's not fair. It's a burden. There's only been two successful black men ever with red hair. Malcolm X, assassinated. And Blake Griffin, traded to Detroit. Not good odds for my kid. I remember the first time I got made fun of for having red hair was in the sixth grade. A kid came up to me and was like, hey, man, the carpet matched the drapes? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask my mom. Um, she usually handles the interior design. Shoes are gross. Where the creak is into my mother's curtains, not me, pal. Not easy, man. No, I, my kid's already going to be mixed race. You know? He's going to have to deal with those unfair stereotypes. On top of that, he's going to have to deal with the most obvious unfair stereotype of having red hair. Or enormous penises. You get it? The tale is old as time. Redheads and their huge dongs. You guys know. I don't have to tell you. I, uh, I'm lucky, though. My fiance's family really likes me. I was the only white person invited to the family reunion. Their grandmother was so cool. She gathered generations of beautiful black family for a photo. I'll never forget what she said. She said, Ben, honey, fuck out of the photo. Get it. That would be a really tough photo to Photoshop me out of. It's not like you can bring that one to Kinko's like they used to. Uh, the last time I was in Texas visiting my in-laws, my mother-in-law was showing me off to everybody, all her coworkers. hard, whispered in my ear, may Jesus bless you with all of his heart and his power. He hugged me so hard I forgot I was Jewish. I was like, amen, I feel the power of the Lord. And my fiance yelled out, don't hug him, he's a Jew. The lady was like, oh, he's not a Jew, dear Jesus, bless this boy double. And I was like, you know, to be fair, I was a Jew a long time ago. Like, not in Texas, baby. 
I uh, I want to have kids. I love my fiance very much. I called my mom because I thought of a great name if we have a boy. I said, Mom, if we have a boy, I want to name my kid Jesus. She's like, cool, cool. You can't do that. I said, yeah, you can't fucking do that. I was like, why not? Well, play it safe, Ben. Name your kid Dylan. I said, Mom, there's been six school shooters named Dylan. The only thing a Tyrone's ever done is help his shitty friend move out of Erica Badu's apartment. Tyrone's a hero's name as far as I'm concerned. Tyrone's a name that projects confidence. You know why there's never been a school shooter named Tyrone? Too busy drowning in pussy, that's why. You're not wrong. Yeah, you know, get engaged. No one tells you how expensive everything is. You have to do so much say we went tuxedo shopping, I revealed I have terrible taste because I wanted a green velvet tuxedo. My fiance was like, Ben, you can't do that. I was like, what's wrong? I look like a fucking leprechaun. That's racist. Yeah, I, uh, I had to get an engagement ring. That's the dumbest thing on the planet. A man who's never been in a jewelry store in his entire life has to pick out the perfect ring, perfect size, perfect setting. You're not allowed to have this conversation because it has to be a surprise and you don't know this is happening. I'm like, dumbest shit ever. So I walked into this jewelry store and the saleswoman said, immediately stands up and says, Ben, I have a great idea. I know what that means. That means if you don't buy this ring, you're a scumbag who doesn't appreciate his girlfriend. If you buy the ring, I get a huge commission. What am I going to do with that? How am I going to get out of this? All of our diamonds are ethically That's going to be a deal breaker for me. She really had her heart set on a blood diamond. No, 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 I get it. I am anti-blood diamonds. I've been outsold many times. Oh, my fiance. Oh, what she likes. Sure, you don't have any in the back? Sure, we don't have blood diamonds in the back. Hey, look, I don't know what to tell you. Before I left the house, my fiance was like, ever since I was a little girl, she wanted good blood diamonds and blood diamonds. Bloodier the better. So who am I to ruin a little girl's dream? Guys, I live in L.A. now. Uh, not too many people. I live right next to a 7-Eleven. Not to brag, but uh, there's always a line outside for Redbox. I was thinking to myself the other day, how the fuck is Redbox still a thing? Like, there are better ways to rent a movie than getting stabbed at a 7-Eleven. The movies aren't new. Like, I refuse to get stabbed over We Bought a Zoo. I'm not doing that. That's embarrassing. Like, the recipe instructions for Redbox are a recipe for disaster. Step one, turn your back to this sketchy neighborhood. Step two, take out your credit card. Step three, submerge yourself in a dirty red mesh hood. Have you guys seen We Bought a Zoo? The premise is the kid's mom dies, so his dad buys him a fucking giraffe. That's not real life. My dad died. All I got was a tuna casserole from my neighbor. I didn't get a fucking giraffe. Also, We Bought a Zoo is like Matt Damon's 13th best movie. 
Like the one where he played the Chinese guy in The Great Wall was way better. It's super racist, but it's a way better movie. Can you imagine if you got stabbed renting We Bought a Zoo? You'd have to go to the hospital and the doctor would be like, sir, those are some pretty aggressive stab wounds. Are you gang affiliated? No, I'm just a huge Matt Damon fan. Have you seen We Bought a Zoo? I have. It's terrible. It's a terrible movie. All right, I'm Ben Mail. Thanks, guys. Ben Mail, everyone. Matt Damon. Big, big Matt Damon fans in the house. Matt Damon. Uh, your next question was another one that I actually, I like to pretend that dosing and abortion is my uh, left, my vagina is my straight left. My son, please put it together for Mike Evans Jr. Yay! Oh, mom. So, does anybody else think that uh, Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, and uh, Tom Stoyer were all hired by the DNC just to stop Bernie Sanders? A little bit? A little bit? I don't know. I, I just made me think about that. I don't know. I don't trust white people. I don't know. I just, everything your, com your previous comedian talked about was very true. I was very nervous. I was like, please don't date my sister. Please. Very nervous. Uh, but I don't know. I'm from San Francisco. I'm, I'm one of the only ones from San Francisco in this festival tonight. And uh, I don't know. I freak out about certain things cause, just because there's a lot of gentrification happening in the city. Like, if you guys ever seen uh, BDSM, do you know what that is? BDSM. It's like white people, you know, they have sex with, like, chains and whips and shit, right? The first time I saw that, I was like, oh shit, white people have gentrified slavery. <laughs> right? No one else thought that for like a second. <laughs> Taking over everything. Post Malone won an award and then slavery got gentrified. I don't know, I just thought, I really fucking nervous. I did. I don't know, it's hard for me to date white women anymore, just in general. I had a lot of fun, they had a good run. They're very fun. But uh, the last white girl I had sex with told me that she only fucks uh, black guys and Mexican guys and Muslims. Right? I was like, bitch, you are the government. I'm <laughs> really scared. Like, who has it worse? Who has it worse in this country than those three types of men? Women. Easily. We all know that. I we kind of forgot about Kavanaugh just going for the win. Everything around him. Um, I don't know. Another reason you can see like how sexist everything is in this country is just you can just think about nightlife in general, right? Like for women, it's just like way worse. Like I went to a club recently and I figured out that I don't know how to dance with girls anymore because guys don't ask girls to dance at clubs. Like the other day, I saw this girl minding her own business. Have you ever been chilling, just just doing your own thing with your girlfriends, right? And for some reason, guys are like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hump her now. I'm just gonna." You ever get that? The dick on the forehead? Never just. No. It's always pretty bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. One thing we always do on the left too. I hope, I hope Bernie Sanders wins. But if Biden does win, we can't make. We, I know, I'm just saying we can't make fun of him like the way we made fun of Hillary because 
We were making we were making fun of Hillary while Trump supporters were making fun of Hillary. Trump won, so it's we kind of fucked up a little bit, right? I'm just saying that that's just ah, that's just what happens. Another thing we do on the left is that we all like to compare like our oppression to each other's oppression. We like to play like the oppression Olympics. Like, oh, what I'm going through is worse. I don't think that's the way to solve shit, but. I do get jealous of the gay community because I feel like gay people have cooler holidays than black people in general, right? Like, we get February, we get a whole month, you know, we get car dealership shit for Martin Luther King Day, but gay people have a parade. A parade? That's fucking dope. Like, I wish there was one day a year I could just swing my dick down Market Street. You know what I mean? Anybody else been to Pride? Just me? I'm just watching. Guys swing their dicks. All right. I don't know. You ever been watching porn and uh, start laughing at the video you're, you're watching? Are you smiling? Yeah. That's how you know you watch too much porn. When you start to find the humor in it, you've, you've, you've got a problem. That's what that means. <laughs> the other day I was watching this porn, and uh, at the end of the video, this girl's getting, you know, cum shot on her face. And... Uh, <laughs> But right at the same time, she got cum shot on her face. She like sneezed on his dick, right? It's like you know, like in Dragon Ball Z when the two forces come together, and like <laughs> the guy freaked out. He was like, "Oh, you sneezed on my dick!" And he was like, "You came on my face. Relax. Like, come on. Like, there's everything's fine." And I didn't. <laughs> I started laughing because I was like, "No one said cut. Like, there is like this is definitely." Not a part of the porn. The writing isn't that good. It's not that great. I was watching World Star the other day, and I found out that uh, you know Steven Spielberg's daughter apparently is a porn star. She like came out as a porn star. <laughs> These guys nodding in the back. <laughs> you weren't supposed to nod, <laughs> but <laughs> like yup, mm-hmm. looked that shit up the other day. Uh, I don't know. It, it blew my mind because I was like, you know, we watch porn. People who aren't one of the best filmmakers in the world watch porn. And I still judge porn. I'm like, ah, oh, this could have been better. But, like, you know, Spielberg was probably watching that and probably thinking, like, ah, cinematography is awful. Right? <laughs> but I think Steven Spielberg's daughter, she might be the best, like, actress in porn, right? Because she has the greatest influence possible. Anybody know? All right. I'm alone on this. I try to convince people of my porn jokes. I watch too much porn. I didn't think it was a problem until I started being late to like important shit. Like I'm late to my job a lot, like way too often. I'm 30 minutes late every day, and uh, it's because I watch porn in the morning. It gets me going. It gets it gets me motivated. And I just see everybody else I don't want to fuck on the way to my job. This isn't even a joke. This is a confession. One minute left. It's about as long as I last too. Pretty rough. Uh, you guys want to get uh, political shit or like, you know, like nice shit? Nice shit? Okay. So I work at a school, which is always weird to conclude with. <laughs> uh, I work in a middle school and they fucking suck. I hate them so much. I Middle school kids are just, a sh- just shitty little people. Think about the ugliest you've ever been in your life on the inside and the outside, 
was in middle school, right? Just shitty, ugly people. Um, the first day of school, I saw this little girl get hit in the face with a burrito, and it was, I'm glad some of you were laughing. I got in trouble for laughing. Um, <laughs> it was fucked up, too, because she was, it was, <laughs> it was this little sixth grader, and she had, like, really nice clothes. You know, on the first day of school, you have, like, the nicest shit you've ever had, <laughs> and it's just covered in just beans and salsa, and, uh, yeah, I laughed, I laughed at her pain. I'll, 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 I'll end with this, though. There's this kid who always makes fun of my hairline, which is why I wear hats, because I'm self-conscious. And um, I kind of got sick of it the other day. I'm starting to lose my patience with the kids, because I, I walked in the class that I helped teach, right? And he says, hey, Mr. Mike, you don't have a hairline, right? And I'm like, you know what, kid? You don't have a dad. No. I went to his class afterwards, too. I was like, hey, class, knock, knock. Not this kid's father. Thank you, everybody. Mike Evans Jr. is a soulless monster. Yay! Yay! Uh, thank you guys so much. That's been the Comedy Clubhouse. We're going to take a 10-minute break, and uh, we'll be back with the next show, which is Hell Hat, which is going to be a super, super fun, good time. So clap it up for all the comedians that you saw. Mike Evans Jr., Ben Mel, Franco Tavini, Aaron Atkins, and my first comedian was, I remember her name was Dashiell Thompson. Yay, and I've been Pam Benjamin. We'll be back uh, with the next show in 10 minutes. Yay! For 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers. California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP. 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95824.
Anchor.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! I'm Michael Spiegelman. I am Carl Hodgson. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch full-length films. YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're pretty good. Uh, here's his theme song again. Bye. What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020. With special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission. Or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Jokes? Man, they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to improve yourself. No way. What is a stag at a thing called? It's a joke workshop. Joke workshop? Yep, every Monday from 8 p.m. on Mutiny Radio. Saying I could tell my jokes every Monday. That's what I'm saying. Joke workshop. 8 p.m. at Mutiny Radio.
Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu. Only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients. Never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily. Including ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves bacon and mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Ben Ave. Sure to tell them Mutiny Radio. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it. Or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> the Bliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t shirts and hoodie designs, and mind bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. The Bliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy. Plant ideas in your skull that make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month. Business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento on 21st and Bronx. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas in a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders, trivia on Monday, Taco Tuesdays, Post Wednesday, Live Tonight, 
begins Thursday. Friday. Thursday. On to special Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. We're performing for each other, and this young gentleman right here, yes. Although he is a comedian too, <laughs> so he's just not. He's just a, he's just a young one. He's soaking in all of um, our incredible juices. So, uh, this show is hell hat, and there are. This is the creepiness of it. Ooh, it's gonna be flowing. Uh, I'll show you how it works. There's this. Um, abhorrent hat over here on the side. I'm your host, for the second hour. We usually do this show. We haven't done it in a long time, so I'm excited. Hold the best hell hats from all the other hell hats, and this is this is how it works. So you're going to pull from the hat. Hard, and you can say it out loud, or you can think about it, or you can just say it So I'm going to say, it's time that together we recognize that labor is important. Who are the means of production? Women. We actually go through labor. Not paid at all. It's time that we double down on women. I say the clitoris is a tiny dick. All sizes matter. All sizes matter. All sizes matter. This was a dictator speech. That was, I tried to bring it around the dick at the end. Then you throw the card dramatically. And you pick another one. Oh. Is your mommy proud of you? Absolutely not. She has never seen me do comedy. I am the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, one time, she actually told me, uh, hey, Pamela, cover up all of those disgusting tattoos and, you know, wear like a silk suit, like an Ann Taylor lavender silk suit and go down you know, to the financial district and find yourself Nice, over 30, non-married, no-kids dude. Let's just do that. Mom, where am I supposed to find one of these people? And she said, church. <laughs> Go to church, you freaky heathen. Uh, my mom is, is not proud of me. That's uh, the answer to that question. Uh, I think she used to be when I was living up to her expectations and suicidal. Yay! One more just to show you how it works. All right. Um, that's I've got a squirrel in my pants. Or it looked like I was like uh, getting ready to masturbate. I don't know <laughs> uh, what that's all about. So welcome to the Hell Hat, everyone! Yay! We're all gonna do Hell Hat sets. Pull them out of this crazy thing. And uh, we'll keep going. And you can do whatever you want. If you are like, fuck this, that is fine, too. You can just say, fuck it, and not do it. You can do anything you want. It's a fucking hell hat. Yay, are you ready to get started? Woo! You're going to be our first comedian. Everybody put your hands together for James Fisher, Jr. All right, so am I, uh, I don't want to pull too many. I don't want to pull the first one. Okay. Says, oh, okay. <laughs> it says Rachel, Raphael, and Arden on this side. And I was like, I was just like, I don't know either one of these niggas. I don't know what to talk about. The last time I said I love you, uh, last time I said I love you was from 
That's what I'm saying. I love you was to my mama today because I was walking up hills and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I climbed all the way up to the top of a mountain and I got up there and I was like, hey, uh, I love you. Come get me because I can't walk. I said, all right. This is a long one. <laughs> Has a pigeon ever flown so close that you actually needed to move your head? Yes, I live in Chicago, and pigeons walk around like like people, and it's fucking weird. <laughs> they walk around like people, and then, like, even if you walk close to them, they fly, they fly away, but they don't fly away, like, away from you. They fly up, like, near your head. Like, what, motherfucker? This is my sidewalk, and it's very scary to be around pigeons. Pigeons are just rats of the sky because they, they do the same shit rats do. They eat trash, and they uh, fucking carry diseases. They don't, <laughs> they don't do anything but that. But I think Church's chicken is stealing pigeons and making breasts. Like, I feel like this Church's doesn't have wings. They don't have this. It's just like I had a breast up from Church's, and it had a strong neck attached to it. What's the creepiest compliment you've ever received? Uh, okay, the creepiest compliment I've ever received. Uh, somebody told me I had nice eyelashes. And I was like, why the fuck are you this close to me? <laughs> I've, had, I've gotten like a lot of creepy compliments. like Mostly from my mom. My mom looks at me, oh, you got some nice feet. And I was like, why the fuck? <laughs> why are you looking at my feet? Is that why you like daddy? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I think the weirdest compliment you can give to anybody is you got nice teeth. Because, of course, it's like, yeah, like I brush them. But also, are you trying to take my teeth? Would you still love me if I lost an eye? Fuck no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I got mad because I went on a date with a girl and she had false teeth in her mouth, but I didn't know. But she didn't. Like, I wasn't mad that she had false teeth. I'm mad that we went out to eat and we had a whole, we had a great date before that. Went to the movies, went out to eat afterwards. Everything was going good. And then our food came to the table. She was like, oh, yum. Pulled her fucking teeth out and started going in. I was like, who the fuck are you? This is like, <laughs> my spider sense didn't tell me this shit at all. Like, What's your social security number? I need to know exactly what the fuck you are. All right. There is a lot in here. Okay. Let me do a couple more. Why, which religion is the dumbest? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Scientology, because it's based off of RPG. <laughs> I like a religion where you can level up, nigga. Like, you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be able to, like, I'm a, I'm a level 37 wizard. Like, <laughs> What are you? I'm a paladin. Like, that shouldn't be different. Like, it should just be, we believe this dude in the sky is going to help us. That's it. It shouldn't be any more than that. It should be, like, we believe this dude in the sky is going to help us if we're good people, and that should, like, make you be a good person. That's that's basically it. That's really it. Like, it shouldn't be, like, fuck it. Like, do you understand what, you know what's fucked up about Scientology? South Park did a whole episode where they made fun of it, and they told the story of what Scientology is, where basically aliens came to Earth and died and then went into people's bodies, and the whole time under it, it just said, this is really what they think. <laughs> and that was the joke. The joke was just the original story of Scientology. Last pull, okay. Tell a joke in Spanish. Uh, Yo tengo el gato en los pantalones. That means there's a cat in my pants. All right, you guys have been great. I'm James. Thank you.
James Fisher Jr., ably besting the hell hat. Give it up again for him. Yay! Coming up next, out of Cleveland, what will he do with the hat? Put your hands together for Jeremy Demery. Yay! Thank you. What is this hat going to say? non-work things you do at work. Uh, I put a lot of time and effort into trying not to work. Which almost makes more work for me. Uh, my non-work thing that I do at work would probably, uh, you know, write jokes, watch YouTube videos, generally piss the day off. I hope my job's not like any of this. What else we got? Uh, if I were Jeffrey Dahmer, I would have certain things in a freezer, and then I'd preserve those things so they would be mine forever. There's weird things in a freezer. First thing that went to my head was Dahmer. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Say something nice about someone. Fuck you, people. <laughs> now I hope no one's listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just offended all of your podcast listeners. Like, say something nice. Nope. I don't have it in me. Uh... The last time I lied? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, the time I said I didn't like anybody in here. Yeah, that's right. I turned it around, didn't I? At first, this guy was like, oh, this guy's an asshole. And then I saw this bailed me out of that. That got you back on my side, didn't it? Didn't it? Fess up! Uh, I had a person yesterday ask why I was so angry. That was funny. I did a set, uh, and they're like, "Why? Why are you angry?" <laughs> I thought it was a really funny question. Like, this is a comedy. None of this is real. We're just making shit up. That's how we do things. Make it up. Look at this <laughs> bird that just flew away. Right. You use your imagination. You do this stuff. That's what makes it fun. How long can you go without using your phone? Um, hold on. Let me test. Let me text somebody and find out. Let me text my wife and find out. That answers that question. You're welcome. I'm full of information this evening. I do like flying, letting those things fly. How many more should I do? Who's in charge of this? Hell yeah. Uh, how do I put this? Um, worst movie I've ever seen would probably be that, uh, wasn't the Joker movie. What the fuck was that movie? Uh, what was the one before the Joker? It wasn't Suicide Squad. That was it. 
everyone should be embarrassed for that movie. I was embarrassed watching it. I was like, this isn't going well. Jared Leto, you I, you think having Jared Leto in it would save the movie, but he was the worst part of the movie. Margot, Margo, what's her name? Margot, Margot Ruby, Robbie? Yeah, I saw this movie. So many references I fucked up there. I watched, the last time I watched that movie, I, I was on Mushrooms. And uh, it didn't help. It didn't help the movie at all. It made the movie probably worse. It was a rough night of eating mushrooms, too, because uh, I kept eating them throughout. Every 20 minutes, I was eating mushrooms, eating mushrooms, eating mushrooms, eating mushrooms, throughout the pretty much entire evening. And nothing was kicking in until I went I went to go. I was like, fuck it. These things aren't going to work. So I'm going to go to sleep. And as soon as I laid down, I got transported out of that bed mentally. Uh, I think to, to make a comment, it says to be culturally re relevant. I think that's a lot to ask from a comedian. We're not preachers. We're not going to save the world. Nothing we say matters one way or the other. So <laughs> quit putting so much importance on us all the time. I don't understand that about comedy. When, like, oh, so-and-so said so such and such thing, and everyone got super pissed about it. It's like, yeah, because he's an idiot, and he gets, he's a professional idiot. That's what we're doing. Does anybody realize that? We're professional idiots. It's fun. Ask pull. I pulled two. I'm gonna do both. Fuck it. It's like a, it's like when you eat chips, you know? They're stuck together. Still counts. Describe your genitals in in food terms. Um It's like two snowballs. Like the po those popcorn balls. Followed by a bazooka bubblegum. Sure. Why not? That's a... Meanwhile, back in Asia, uh, we're, all, we're all in this together. Meanwhile, back in Asia. And the more we can connect to one another, the more we can live free. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. Jeremy Demery. Meanwhile, back in Asia, this microphone is going everywhere. I hate your next comedian. He's going to try see what comes out of the hell hat all the way from Boston. Clap your hands together for Casey McNeil. Well, I can go to work. I told the bus I was seeing. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Went to the doctor. I am 100% cancer free. Thank you very much. Let's see, how long has it been? I'm 59 years old, so it's 59 years cancer free. That stuff sounds terrible. I don't want any of that. You know, you talked about that. You know, meanwhile, in 
in China. I do want to get this out of the way too. A lot of a uh, lot of talk, a lot of worry, a lot of concern going around the world about that coronavirus and stuff. So I just want to make sure before I go any further that you're all up to date on your vaccines for racism. <laughs> going to be needing that. Okay, so. This is, I'm terrible at this game, first of all, and as an OCD guy, reaching into an odd-shaped object like this is not my favorite thing. Okay, we're going to, ah! Okay, so, what do I got? Oh. The last thing I Googled, the last thing that I Googled, uh, let's look at it. Could be a history, right? I never deleted it. I should probably be doing that. Search um, Stingray motorcycle thing. Yes, and I'll tell you the backstory in this. Last night I did a show in Hayward. And uh, Sean Boyles was the head headliner on that. Are you guys, any local guys know Sean? And Sean has, like, he's, like, leather jacket, flare patch on the side, you know, without the sleeves and all that stuff. He's got the long dreads and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and so he said today somebody said that, he, that uh, they thought he was a stingray. And I said, yeah, me either. So I was looking up stingray gang because I thought he was going to be mentioned in that so that was in fact the last thing I googled what was the last thing that you googled I'd rather do a joke on that oh probably so yeah probably so well I, I tell you what oh, we're just, I'm just gonna pull another one let's, let's just see if I I'll keep digging don't worry if you, if you don't like any of these I'll keep going until uh, you hate it um okay weirdest thing I've ever said after sex uh, let's see. Weirdest thing I've ever said after sex. You smell different when you're awake. Um, that was the question, right? Yeah, I didn't know I was supposed to bring my fucking tight five to this. I was just like, okay. So here we go. Let's see. Uh, what do we have next? The worst thing you ever had to put in my mouth? Oh, my foot. Um, see, got here. Uh, how many is too many cats? I know, so a lot of people don't like, who's, where's the cat people? People like cats. Where's the dog people? Dog people, yeah. I like cats. Get more distance out of them. Oh, no, I, okay, I'll go for the joke any way I can get it. No, I love cats. I think that cats are great. I think that cats have the attitude about life that I have. about You know, it's just like, fuck off, make sure I can eat something, give me water, and fuck off again. You know, and that's, I'm pretty much all, all set with cats. I love cats, I think that they're great. I'm actually a, ma I'm actually a member of what's called the He-Man Cat Lovers Group on Facebook. Thank you. Okay, so, uh, does government, <laughs> does government make society better, is the question. Uh, not this government. Yes. No, I, I keep worrying about this government that we have now. I keep wondering if all this stuff is going to turn out to be the Mandela effect. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, you guys know what that is? It's false. I hope I'm going to wake up someday and go, hey, you guys remember when Trump was president? It never happened, bro. 
no, no, remember, he ran, we thought it was a joke, then he won, then he fucked everything up, then we tried to get rid of him, then we couldn't. You guys know what the Mandela effect is, right? It's the false memory. You guys know what it's based on? It's called what? Redcon? Oh, that's cool. I like that. You're, you're the resident expert. So let's, okay, so let's talk about it for a second. No, so listen, well, okay, so let's tell everybody so they understand the origin of the Mandela effect is that people believe that Nelson Mandela actually died in, in the 90s and that they, that, 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 that there's a memory that tons and tons of people have that he died. And, of course, he didn't die in the 90s, but there's conspiracy theorists that believe that, like, they built a time machine and went back in time to stop all that from happening. And you know what some of the other ones are? Yeah, there's another one. Okay, there is there is the uh, Sinbad movie. You guys hear about this? The Sinbad made a genie movie in the 90s. No, no, he did not. No. Okay, so if he, so now wait a second. So if the conspiracy theorists are right, you mean to tell me that Sinbad made a movie that was so fucking bad it killed Nelson Mandela and they had to build a time machine to go back and stop him? Okay, that's my Mandela effect joke. Yay! All right, so let's see what else we pull out of here. Um, why you want to move to Mexico, Trump? Uh, last poll for me is going to be this: uh, least profound, <laughs> the least profound religious experience. The least profound religious experience. Oh my God, I'm not doing that one. That's my last poll. I'm gonna do. I don't think I can think of any. They're, they have never been super profound. What? Oh, yeah, I think so. What do you, there's like zillions of them. Right. Uh, the best lie on my taxes, that I work. Thanks. My name's Casey. Thanks a lot, you guys. Casey McNeil. He also loves Diet Dr. Pepper. Yay! Which is probably the deli- most delicious of all the diet drinks. Absolutely. Diet Coke. Just, um, you're young. Uh, do you drink a lot of Diet Coke? Give me a little pep in your step. I used to drink six Diet Cokes a day. This is a helping you. I used to drink six Diet Cokes a day in my entire 20s. I don't drink Diet Coke anymore because I'm 45 and I want to live, baby. Uh, but I have kidney stones and Diet Coke. It's terrifying. Uh, I know. Ah, I know. They don't tell you. They don't tell you that aspartame is the devil. Ah! We're all going to die. Your next comedian, he's not going to die. He's a great comedian out of Portland, Oregon. He's super funny. Let's see what he does with the hat. Put your hands together for Thomas Lundy. She's fast oh, hello. Thank you all. Can I just say, I love and also fucking... That introduction that you just gave me, you're like, ah, it's Thomas Lundy, your next comedian. He's not going to die. And I just did a bunch of mushrooms. So I was like, before I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, no, no, no. But I am going to die, dude. Fuck, dude. I'm really good. No, it's fine. Like, I did, anytime I do a drug, it like taps into the Capricorn energy that I have in me that like needs to fucking be in control of anything. So I do drugs, all of them skeptically. 
Like, very skeptically, like, I don't think they're going to work. I'm like, is it? What is this? Marijuana? Give me that here, right? I guess. Oh, it's not working, right? I'll figure this out myself. And No, it is working. This is a time trial now. We're going to see how long that I can last on stage like this. It's great, you know? It's, it's been a, wait. Am I, um, is my, well, I was, I did a show earlier and my fucking zipper was down the whole time. So hopefully I'm correct, right? <laughs> hopefully my body is correct. How you doing, sir? Yeah, you look like you just escaped. <laughs> I was going to say, like, at first I was going to be like, He's like, you just moved out of your parents' house, but your parents' house. <laughs> I have to do my own material. It sucks. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. It's, we'll see. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I want to I wanna pull from this, but there's been so many. Like on the, I want to be like an ally. I want to be like, no, there's a lot of premises on the ground, and they're all valid, and I'm sure they're all great premises. Like they're not all, they're not, they're not done just because someone threw them on the ground like this. Let's see, it's not about me. Which religion is the dumbest? Oh, holy shit! Oh, you might not know, but I got a philosophy degree, so I can tell you, they all suck. They're all. <laughs> They're all terrible. Like, every religion was, like, some old white dude trying to get to the same conclusion. And the conclusion is, like, damn, dude. Like, I just wish you just chill out. <laughs> and it was, like, but wait, but wait, but wait. What if I, like, wrote a book first? And <laughs> Because, like, there were fucking old people. They were, like, yeah, that's good. You should write the book. And then we'll solidify that. Thank you. That's a that's a valid premise. I don't want it to just. Pinching people. It was something. Ask someone an uncomfortable question. Well, I mean, like, unfortunately, I feel like I already did the uncomfortable thing with you. I was like, you, you're younger than me. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 30 now, so I'm like, that's the level of stand-up comedy that I've unlocked. It's like, you can do that now. You just find people who look younger than you. You can assault them. And that's jokes. You're like, ah, it's comedy, right? Ah, fuck it. Drink tickets. Uh, what was an uncomfortable question for you, sir? No, I have to come up with the question, right? There is. All right, I'm gonna ask you. Um, where the fuck did you get those shoes? Like, I feel like that's not a real website. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like that was one of those, do you buy things off Instagram? No? I buy things off Instagram, and I feel like it's because I'm so dumb. Like, Instagram knows how to get me. Like, I'm already, like, I'm already halfway open. I'm, like, looking at pictures of attractive people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, there's shoes here. These people <laughs> would think that I'm cool if I bought these shoes. Absolutely. And they're like, Thomas, buy the T-shirt. And I'm like, yeah, dude, definitely. I'm going to buy that T-shirt. And then it shows up to your house, like, four days later, <laughs> like a fucking... What is something that you want? See, this is not the good part, Kim, <laughs> right? This is like trying to write. I'm trying to write on stage. No, it's okay. It's okay. Are you happy with your body? Holy shit. Who <laughs> wrote these? Uh, am, I ha am I happy with my body? Yes, unfortunately. Like, and that's like the worst part about it. It's like the fact that I am happy with how I look as a person, that I always feel like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know? And like, it's got this weird thing in my head where I'm like, oh, <laughs> right? I'm like, you should do more push ups because, like, one day I'm not going to have this body. I'm just going to be a burst of energy floating through the cosmos. Without a body, and it'd be like, did I do enough sit-ups though? Like, you know, was I hot? <laughs> Why am I getting all these fucking Socrates-level questions? What is your greatest regret? <laughs> oh my God. My greatest regret is probably going to have to be that I didn't appreciate it enough. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> I had to stop myself. Be like, don't, don't take it there. You know? But no, for real, it's going to be that like, I didn't appreciate these moments because like, you, you get to whatever the ending is, you're going to be like, damn. I like had this idea of a life that was going to be fun and I was going to enjoy being a comedian. And then you were always so focused on like, what's the next thing that I'm doing? I have to like make sure that I'm like being a good comedian. You won't realize that like when you get to the end, you'll be like, no, dog, you were always doing it. Like the fun was right there. You had to just fucking stop. Mushrooms, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. It was fun. Thomas Lundy, cosmonaut. Yeah. Besting the hell hat. Getting all the philosophical questions. Absolutely amazing. Your next comedian, uh, a favorite out of Portland. Clap your hands together for Cam Strong. How you doing? It's nice to be here. Um, high on life, I guess, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know, yeah, let's have a moment. Deep breath, everyone. Release. 
can um, start experiencing. The officer knocks on your window. Roll it down. Get you some drinks. Hey, I know my rights, sir. And then you're like just home and you go to sleep. Congratulations, everyone. I've been wanting to tell you guys. You all get those. Uh, you get me, I guess. And I know you weren't expecting me, right? Like that just is a thing that happened. It was a coordinated effort that. You ever been upset that you aren't better like that, you know? I think you're fantastic. I'm not upset with you. I think you're all perfect. I wouldn't change a thing about you. It's like totally like I always just lurch into it, you know, and it's sensitive on that. Dogs. What about them? I always like about dogs is you know, whenever a dog likes you, you know it's pure. Cause I, I think even dogs could What's a famous serial killer? Dahmer, you know? Dom a dog could see something good in Dahmer. I think that's really nice. And that's just the quality thing that dogs are, you know? So when I look at Dahmer, I see like a horrible, evil person. A dog looks at Dahmer and goes, hey, maybe that guy has bacon or something. I think dogs li really live in a, like a, you know, they don't really can about mass terrorism. And I, that's an interesting trait with a thing. Genocide, I, I <laughs> like a steak in a side. <laughs> I once, um, My sister's journal. I didn't realize how good of a writer she was. And so erotic, you know. <laughs> it was like, you know, you just do it for the, like, just like you're a brother, you know. You just want to get in her shit. But then you're thumbing through it and you're like, damn, my sister can really phrase up some tits. They, it's like I'm there. It's like I'm the quarterback of the football team and holding my sister. As we make out, her sinewy flap, they're my lips. We have the same lips. Sinewy lips. Not a word. Sinewy. Sinewy later.
It was a um, Hawaii, Himalayan. Uh, I forget. You know, you see some of these sunsets. It's all kind of like, you know, I've seen a lot of sunsets. And I'll say it, some are better than others. I was like, I was like moved in Hawaii and watching the dolphins flap around and falling. And but then I saw a sunset in Tibet. I was like, God, that put the sh- that put the fucking Hawaiian that piece of shit Hawaiian sunset sucked. Now this Tibetan one, wow. Now I, I'm gonna give to charity. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think eventually we're just going to get back into slavery soon. And I think that's, like, you're going to be able to sign up for it. And you're just going to be able to sell your time. You're just going to be able to, like, okay, I'll, you know, whatever. Just fucking, here, take my arm, and they'll give you $500. And then that's going to be just the general economy. Okay. <laughs> um, so my card says, I wish I called the cops on. And that made me think that I was, like, a third baseman. And um, the cops had just hit, like, a, s- a ground double. And I'm like, no, you guys can make it to third. And, like, all the cops are armed. Sometimes I think I try too hard to, like, make something fun with these. And I could really feel it tank. And um, does it come off as, like, a, like forced? Very good. I um <laughs> no, I got into a I some mutated sludge slapped across me one time, and I uh, I had just took off my Ray Bans. Didn't know it, but I could um I shot a laser beam through this lady, and you didn't. It's like you the first second you get a power. How am I to know? My friend, he um. He just held his baby in his arms for the first time. And just as the sun was peering through and it hit his crest on his chest, he ended up ripping his baby in half. And he said, Zah! And it was, whew. All those glitters is folks, you know. <laughs> gotta go somewhere but you can't stay here that's what they say that's not true though it's like you could break in like right after they close <laughs> and then when they break up you know they you know they unlock the door in the morning you're like hey i didn't i didn't have to go i stayed here anyway thanks everyone As I go along my Cam Strong, ably besting the hell hat. Yay, give it up for Cam Strong again. Hooray! Your next comedian, an amazing comedian from Portland, puts together the Ha Ha Harvest Festival. Clap your hands wildly for Shannon Hunt! I love you. 
Um, so I missed Thomas's set um, because I was outside getting um, way too high to do comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I missed it. It was good, right? It was good. He doesn't know. Okay. Um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about me because uh, I like this joke so much. Um, I, uh, I'm so old that I lost my uh, virginity to <laughs> Alanis Morissette's album, Jagged Little Pill, the week that it came out. <laughs> um, I just thought you ought to know. All right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's why I went and got high, because I'm not very funny at stuff like this, but I'm hilarious when I'm high. So <laughs> I figured this would. OK, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Ask the audience to follow Mutiny's Instagram. Mutiny Radio SF. Plug. Also, while we're at it, you can follow Harvest Comedy Fest Instagram. And I'm the Shannon Hunt. Shannon with an A. I better get some followers. Um, I made a mess of probably this set. Uh, <laughs> the reason I'm going to hell. Oh, where do I start? Um, one time I sold a $750 Home Depot gift card to someone on eBay, and then I never sent it to them. <laughs> Wait, we're supposed to be telling jokes, right? <laughs> Yeah, my life's a joke. All right. Um, these are fun, actually. Uh, worst habit, best felony. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm sorry. My worst habit, I bite my nails. That's like a habit, right? Um, I don't know what best, what was the felony? Like a f I think that was the Home Depot card, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, um, what species should we bring back from extinction? Uh, God. I don't, what's extinct? <laughs> yeah, see, you guys answered that question for me. <laughs> and, and probably better than I would. Oh, an audience prize. Do I get a prize? Let's give it to the audience. All right, I get to choose the audience member. Oh my God, great minds think alike. Look at that sweater. Let's do this. No, over there. He's not wearing a sweater. Yes, you, 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 you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's for me. I can't get any higher than I already am. Is it even possible? How many milligrams is in this? 20 milligrams, so I can have <laughs> a nibble. Okay, I don't think I can do, tw okay. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, breakfast, wake and bake, okay. Who is the most evil person right now? Um, the man, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, the most outlandish thing I've done this week. 
Oh boy. I mean, I'm pretty basic. I yeah. Well, I did almost get stabbed last night. That was fun. I got chased. <laughs> this is a st oh my gosh. This, okay, I'm gonna tell the story now. This is a new joke I have. Uh, so last night, me and my uh, crazy friend Shantae, I'm gonna tell her name and we'll call her out on this one. Uh, we got lost, sort of, and we were looking for a place to buy weed. <laughs> and it was 9:47, so we were freaking out. And uh, she got approached by some guy who asked her if she needed anything. She's like, yeah, I need directions to this dispensary. He's like, okay, I'll take you there. So we followed him around the corner, and it was right there. And we went in. We bought our stuff. She bought our stuff. And then we got out, and the guy was like, where's my eighth? <laughs> where's my eighth you promised to buy me? <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And he's like, we had a deal. And so she was like, hey, I'll give you a cigarette or like a dollar. Because it was like, <laughs> you walked me to a dispensary. And he's like, no, fuck that. And then he starts like walking past, like walking up to her. And she starts walking away. And he follows her. And he reaches into his pocket. And he pulls out. And I don't know what he pulled out, but had an orange handle. So I'm pretty sure it was like one of those box knives. I don't know. Could have been, I have no idea, a dog toy. Um, but he's pulling, starting to pull it out, and I like ran up to her, and we, then we ch we ran off, and I, while running, because I'm a white girl, dialed 911 <laughs> on my phone, and then I, because I just was like, well, if he stabs us and we fall to the ground, they can triangulate us and find us. Uh, <laughs> I listened to too much My Favorite Murder. All right, so then we hopped in the lift car that we had waiting for us, and we're like, go, go, go. <laughs> And he did. He totally did. We're like, there's a guy. I think he has a knife. It was fun. Our Lyft driver was pretty awesome. He totally like was our getaway car. And he did it. What was his name? Aik? Oh, my God. Shout out to Aik. You totally saved us. You saved us. And then the police called me back, and I had to give like this whole description, and it was crazy. Um, have I ever stolen anything? I mean, I stole that Home Depot card, okay? I'm totally admitting to it. Come find me. Um, this is like very thematic to how big of an asshole I am. Started off with the first one. My biggest fear, uh, I mean, besides death, probably really totally bombing on stage in front of a lot of people. Like, that sounds like, sh okay. Um, name three good things about witchcraft. Was this, were the, did you put those in there just for me? Like all of those, that's crazy. Okay, <laughs> it is totally. So three good things about witchcraft. Um, okay, oh God. One is you get to be at one with the earth, which I think is great. Um, you get to do a lot of things with elements and it makes you feel closer. Uh, you get to have really a really pretty altar <laughs> because it's amazing and you get to post pictures of it on Instagram if you're not like me. Okay. And the third thing is you get to have, most of the time, some, uh, some coven sisters, and that's always a great time. It's always a great time. Um, all right, that you almost get uh, stabbed with them, though. But then witchcraft, because I did, I did, uh, I did a spell to make the uh, dispensary stay open for us, and they did. All right, bye. Thank you, Shannon Hunt. We're a tall hat, the truth in the old days. Yay, Shannon!
didn't get stabbed. Yay. Our host last night, Frosty Nugs, has been stabbed in the heart. So that's like, what? It happens. So your last comedian of the night, he's going to pull from the hell hat. Everybody from Boston, Kevin Quigley. I got to take my jacket off because I'm wearing my lucky shirt and I'm not great at improv. My favorite part about witchcraft is that you can just ruin every conversation 30 seconds in by bringing up crystals. That's the best. You think Jesus makes people walk? You gotta bring up energies. That's how that flies. I don't know. Fucking. I have said a Wiccan once. Uh, happens. They can be disagreeable. She threatened to put a hex on me, but then like a few weeks later, I was at Thanksgiving, and my Mormon relative offered to pray for me, and I was like, let's make that a hex. I don't want anyone floating my name with their creepy American version of Jesus. All right, cult of the Church of the Latter Day Saints—they're gonna come for me. Give me overdose on conversion drugs. What? are your parents most disappointed about you? When I told them I was going to San Francisco, they were like, for work? And I was like, kind of. Show us your smarty pants. All right, who's your favorite mathematician? I'm going to flex on this. Who's your favorite mathematician? Pythagorean. Did you know the guy? You use the adjective form of his name. <laughs> My favorite mathematician is Demoive. Uh, Demoive, he was interesting. Um, he realized in his old age that he was sleeping more and more every day. So he actually came up with an equation where he could predict the day that he was going to sleep for 24 hours, that that will be the day of my death. And he was right. Somebody broke into his apartment when he was sleeping and stabbed him. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was going to write my recommendation. They raped his daughter, too. It was a whole scene. Um, Hello, this is Anderson Cooper with MSNBC. We're tuning in live for the State of the Union from your president, Alex Jones. Good evening, folks. Thank you for tuning in to my State of the Union address. As you can tell, we have been sweeping out pedophiles left and right that are aggressively taking over our country. They're killing children! They're killing them! They're talking to the devil and they're killing them! We were sending an economic stimulus package to help out many Silicon Valley businesses. We will be repealing all restrictions of aggressive gun laws in this country. You want to take my guns? Hitler said the card just is danger. Technology has ruined, um, I'm going to say, my life. I work in technology, and I'm not happy about it. 
People always come up to me with their app ideas. I don't want to make them. Please stop asking me. It's very, it's never like someone who like could know how to start a business. It's just like someone with a Coke problem. They seem to think that those are synonymous. They're like, oftentimes it's just a coked out string of buzzwords. It's not an idea. They're like, here's what we're going to do, bro. Here's what we're going to make. I'm from Boston, by the way. Here's what we're going to make. It's going to have VI. It's going to have AI. It's going to have fucking Snapchat integration. Whole thing will run on Bitcoin. You guys can tell which one's triggered known material, can't you? It's not very, it's the illusion of spontaneity is lost on this. I said, do you even know what Bitcoin is? He said, yeah, it's the future. Uh, my favorite pitch, though, you know, a lot of the people, they'll be like, it's always Uber for something. And one of them was Uber. Pa-ka-pa. What does that even mean? He's like, dude, my car's breaking down. So what we need is Uber for car parts. So they can bring that to my side. I don't need no roadside assistance. I, I have a mechanic, dude. I fix it on the side of the road. They always want to split the profits 50-50, too, and they use this hand gesture. It's actually a legally binding contract in South Boston. Uh, you guys should know the regional laws. If you ever visit the city of Boston and someone goes with these, you are signing an NDA, my friend. I tell this guy, I'm like, I don't want to make Uber for car parts. That's dumb. And, he's, and he really says to me, bro, we'll make it happen. I got friends in the Valley. I'm like, you got friends in Silicon Valley? He says, nah, bro, Napa Valley Auto Parts. Uh, my boy is behind the counter. Hypochondriac tries Tinder. I'm a Leo. Swipe left if you're Chinese. All right, take it easy, folks. Kevin Quigley, everyone. Yay, clap it up yourselves. That was the hell hat. Yay. Uh, coming up at 10 o'clock is the underwear show. I hope you all stick around. That happens there. And uh, thank you so much for being part of the Music Radio Comedy Festival. We have one more day tomorrow. It starts at 10 in the morning. It goes all the way to 11 o'clock at night. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us tonight on Hell Hat, and stick around for the 10 o'clock show. Oh, I should also tell everybody there's a late night mic at Ironwood. Start around midnight. It's on gear. You come late, midnight, open micing stuff. Thanks so much for being here. Good night. Yeah.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. I am Carl Rogers. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Watch YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're uh, here's his theme song again. Bye. What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020. With special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission. Or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events.
my jokes. Maybe they'll even say nice things. Or they tell you how to be prudent. No way. What is this dang Sabbath thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday from 2 to 8 p.m. on Mutiny Radio. Saying I could tell my jokes every Monday. That's what I'm saying. Joke Workshop Mondays from 8 p.m. at Mutiny Radio. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu specials off the Taco Bell menu. Only better, you can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients, never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily. Ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves bacon and mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. weekly and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van Ave. Sure to tell them Mutiny Radio. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my pegs Nothing wrong with being friends, cause sometimes she lets me use the car. She said, you can't find nothing wrong with it.
Welcome to the weekly review with Roman. Today it's Friday, February 26, 2021. Thanks so much for tuning in. Starting off with some music as per usual. Uh, Daft Punk, who announced they were breaking up with uh, Digital Love, Metric with Breathing Underwater, and then Radiohead with Harry Patch in memory of. Going to be playing a few anti war songs because, uh, as per usual, we live in a stupid imperialistic country that has bombed Syria. It's great that uh, it, when they say, oh, things will get, quote unquote, back to normal, that's what they mean, unfortunately. <sighs> so we'll be playing some more music uh, with the show. We are broadcasting uh, live from Mutiny Radio. We're here in San Francisco. We're on unceded uh, Ramatush Ohlone land. For more information, please go to weeklyrev.org and click on our land acknowledgement tab. We have a lot of links there, places you can donate, maps you can look at, as well as a lot more information there. So please do check that out. I'll be going through some news articles today. Yikes, there's a lot. For some reason, I'm feeling a little bit relaxed, despite the fact that there's a lot of terrible things happening in the world. But keep listening, because, as always, there are action items, and one way to make things a little bit better, at least less worse, is to take action. And there are things that anybody can do, regardless of what your abilities are, um, where you're at in the world. Um, there's always ways that folks can show up, whether it's donating money, whether it's contacting representatives, whether it's having conversations with people, there are, there's, and there's plenty of things I'm also not even listing or haven't even thought of that are out there in the world, but just, uh, there are so many ways to create the world that we want to live in. And even though it's pretty grim, uh, there's also hope and that's, that's why I'm here to provide some hope, even though it's a depressing podcast, but that's okay. Because again, uh, the way to get out of it is to move, push through it. Starting off, uh, oh, I have a whole lot of articles to read, but wanted to share, just there's a lot of anti-trans bills that are in on the on the house floor right now and it's awful as a trans person and if i wasn't trans i would hope i would be like this is fucked up why are people spending time trying to make lives worse for people instead of better i don't know and anyway 
Uh, Chase Strangio, you can follow Chase on Twitter at uh, Chase Strangio, has a lot of information. So I'll be reading this thread this, that came out uh, earlier today. Here's what is happening on the anti-trans bills front. Uh, Alabama has advanced criminal health care bans to the floor of both chambers, anti-trans bill to House floor. In Tennessee, they passed a sports ban out of House and Senate committees. South Dakota passed a sports ban in the House. Montana passed a health care and sports bans out of the House, also moving a birth certificate ban. South Carolina is still hearing a sports ban in Senate committee. Mississippi passed a sports ban out of House. Arkansas has passed multiple trans health and sports uh, and sports bans moving. Missouri has multiple sports bans. If there's a hearing next week in North Dakota, they passed trans sports ban out of the House. Georgia has multiple sports and health care bans being heard in committee. West Virginia has multiple sports bans moving. Kansas has a, they had a hearing on a sports ban, and uh, we need to keep up pressure to kill it. And Utah, at least, uh, they killed their health and sports bans. Yay. If you're in any of these states, connect with local organizers and get activated. It is critical. So we've shared this, and we'll also share a link to the thread on our page, weeklyrev.org. Usually by end of day, we'll have links that folks can look at. Also, if you uh, know people in any of these states, please do get the word out so they can contact their representatives, because this is bullshit. Okay. Now let's get on to the, uh, some of the other news stories I had bookmarked as of yesterday.